0: Welcome back, everybody, to the You Heard It Here First podcast. I'm your host, Sammy DeYoung. Happy to be here. Stop laughing at me.
1: I'm not laughing at you. Oh, I wish the audience <laughs> could see your hands right now. It looks like the plane is about to crash and you are holding on. <laughs> your hands full and ready for bracing an impact.
0: <laughs> I'm not starting over again. I'm uh, leaving I this don't- in. <laughs> <laughs> did i say everything i was supposed I think so. to okay who,
1: who's, who do we have on the podcast today your
0: favorite guest
1: my favorite guest yes i thought i was my Stephanie favorite guest. Oh, that's true
0: that she should be your favorite
1: guest. she is my favorite okay guest. good
0: she did a great job we talked about kids hope and that was basically all we talked about but we got to know her a little bit more and it was very good so
1: i'm looking forward stay to stay tuned
0: it. for the rest of that have you listened to it yet i haven't Yes, you did.
1: I did listen to it. I was told I should listen to it to make sure that she sounds good.
0: I was editing it today, and I didn't have to edit anything.
1: No, she did a great job. Yes. Spoke very well. Yes. So I stay thought, tuned for that. Yeah, Erin and Steph both did a good job on Sunday morning.
0: They did. I thought it was wonderful. She explained like, what Kids Hope is very well.
1: Yeah, stay and, tuned. Yes, so uh, the audience should also know it's kind of a big week for you. Is it? It It is. Oh.
0: It was my birthday yesterday.
1: Yes, it was. Happy birthday, Sammy.
0: Thank you. I'm a quarter of a century.
1: A quarter of a century. Mm-hmm. Wow.
0: It's a big birthday.
1: It is a big birthday.
0: Yeah. It was, it was good, though.
1: So I heard last night you went out with a bunch of friends to one of your favorite places to get tacos.
0: Yes, I did. We went to Luna, downtown Grand Rapids. I got a chicken taco and a steak taco, and they were delicious.
1: Are these like corn tortilla, flour tortilla?
0: Yeah, with some cilantro, some avocado something something on one of them.
1: Do you get chips and salsa too? What what does your meal look like?
0: Mm, I like their guacamole a lot, so I got chips and guac. But it was very good. Nice. We got ice cream after.
1: Salted caramel? No. Oh. Do you like that? Yeah. Oh. I don't think you told us earlier what flavor ice cream you got.
0: Oh, um, I got a twist with cookie dough.
1: A twist? Mm-hmm. Like chocolate vanilla twist?
0: Yeah, like a soft Yeah, smooth. I know
1: what twists. Look you know like. what I mean? <laughs> yes. I didn't know before, but your hand motion <laughs> helped me understand exactly what a twist was. Swirls. With cookie dough.
0: Yes. Nice. What's your go to ice cream order?
1: Uh, usually when we go out, Steph and I will share like a turtle something. Hmm. Our favorite is, uh, it's called a pecan clusters. So it's got butterscotch and then, you know, the, uh, like the waxy chocolate that you pour in and it gets hard. The, you know? the what? Well, there's like Waxy? This, it, so have disgusting. you ever had like, <laughs> yeah, you take this candle and you mix it with yeah. chocolate. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, make that noise on the podcast. Sorry, I'll <laughs> uh no, there's that chocolate sauce. It's like the heart the yeah, hard I kn- shell. I know what you okay. mean. So uh, it has vanilla ice cream, like butterscotch, chocolate shell. I'm sorry, I'm a little loud. It's okay. I get excited about this. <laughs> and then uh, pecans. Yummy. So we uh, we like to get that.
0: Can you get that at Houseman's?
1: Uh no. We usually go to House of Flavors indoor or burnups
0: oh i didn't know they had one there yeah i thought it was only not a house of flavors i said that's like a luddington thing
1: fantasy twirl
0: oh i've been there yes it's good
1: so uh one of the jokes that came up today after you shared where you went to eat was that you're is it a joke Uh, no not a joke um that you're turning into a little bit of a foodie i am is this a new thing for you Yes. Or is this something that's developed over time? Well,
0: I was looking, this might sound dumb. I was looking at my own Instagram highlights today (laughs) to see where it started. (laughs) And I think it started sometime in 2021 where, oh, I was at Mudpenny.
1: Mudpenny? Yes. I've never heard of this place.
0: Oh, it's like a coffee shop slash cafe type place. It's very good. My cousin's wife works there. Okay. And my cousin took a picture like an overhead picture, like this, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And it looked very aesthetic, and I thought it was very cool, and I think that's what started it. So from then on, I've been taking- it. a picture of like
1: your coffee, or your food, or-
0: I think there was-
1: we were were sitting?
0: We were working there, so like our computers were out, and there was like water and coffee, and I think like a couple of pastries, like it looked very aesthetic. So I really liked that, and started doing that when I started going out to eat, and I just kind of made it my new thing this year for some reason.
1: So you're really more interested in what it, your food looks like than what it tastes like?
0: No, I want it to taste good, too. Okay. But I also care if it looks cool.
1: <laughs> so how many posts on Instagram do you have now that are food-related? Mm, Did you count them up? No, I should have counted. When you went back and looked at your own I Instagram? I should
0: have <laughs> counted! Maybe I'll go look later and count. But it's been like I was in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and that was I took a lot of pictures of my food. And I'm going to Florida soon, so I'll probably take a lot of pictures of my food. Okay. So, stay do you tuned have for that.
1: a few places scoped out in Florida to go?
0: Yes, but I don't remember the name of it. That's all right. But it's supposed to be very good. You had to get a reservation four weeks in advance. So
1: four we- weeks in advance. So we did. Wow. Yes. That would be fun. Is extremely exclusive. Is this like a dress-up place? Or I think so. It- I got like a
0: cool it. dress for it, so oh, I hope so. Like
1: a spring dress yeah. or like a black tie no, dress. No,
0: like a summer yeah, like a summery dress. Okay. Yes. Nice. But I'm very into the food Instagram. I actually just changed my bio on my Instagram. <laughs> Pretending to be a foodie.
1: <laughs> I'm so funny. <laughs> we should add that to your bio on the, oh, church's for the church website.
0: website we should.
1: Yeah. Well maybe I have to update those this summer.
0: Are you a foodie? Not that you have to take pictures um, of your food.
1: I would say certain kinds of food. Okay. I feel a little snobbish when I talk about food. Really? Well. Like, what
0: do you, in what way?
1: So, uh, like, I make pizza once a week. Okay. And I make the dough from scratch. So, I know about flours. Interesting. So, like, high-gluten flours. I also make my own pizza sauce. So, wow. I've learned what makes, in my opinion, good pizza sauce, how you get certain flavors. How did you learn how to make that? um, I grew up canning a lot of things with my mom. My mom still cans a lot of things. So I kind of, yeah, I know my sister still does. Um, That's kind of like the the thing. So when we go out to eat, I'm always trying to figure out how things are made and how flavors are.
0: Does that make that more enjoyable for you? Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So it's just I don't know. I I wouldn't call that being a foodie as much as I just like to think about the process and I'm always playing around with foods to try to make them healthier. So like I made figured out how to make a cinnamon bread that has Greek yogurt and extra eggs. Yum so that the kids are getting protein without knowing it.
0: Can they tell the difference? No. Nice. So anyway. that's very trendy right now. Yes. To add more protein and stuff.
1: Well, I'm excited to see your updated um, Instagram feed as the new foodie.
0: It's on my story, not on my feed. Oh. But it's on my highlights, so you can go back and look at it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think that's all we had to talk about today.
1: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing about Kids yes. Hope. From... This has
0: nothing to do with Kids Hope, this intro. Nothing to do with stuff no, or Kids Hope. But, but... oh, well just for fun. (laughs) Stay tuned for the rest of it to hear from Stephanie. Sorry, this was a long intro. Okay. (laughs) Stephanie, welcome to the podcast today. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Sammy? Good. Thanks for my coffee this morning. You're welcome. Even though it's cold and I asked for a cold coffee. I don't know why. I don't know either. Did it's that, snowing but... outside
2: in April. Yes, it's You kind of need gross. to change your thought here a yes. little. Yes,
0: I was getting but... used to the iced coffee. Um, how were your kiddos this morning at school? It was a good morning. Good. day after
2: Easter, they're all high on sugar yeah. <laughs> and excited for life in yes. the snow. So yes. it was a good morning at school.
0: Good. Busy time of year, but a very good morning. Good. So Great. Well, we have you on the podcast today to talk a little bit about Kids Hope because you recently took over that position. So we'll get into that in a little bit. But before we get to that, um, we'll do just a quick introduction time for people to kind of get to know you because they probably are like, it's Pastor Josh's wife, but there's more to you than that. So let's get to know you a little bit. So let's start a little bit with who you are, your family, hobbies, anything you think people would like to know. Well, I'm really okay just being known as Josh's wife and not knowing much about
2: me. But um, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in Iowa. I grew up in a family of girls. My dad nice. was a farmer. Um, met Josh at Trinity. Moved to Michigan when we got married. Um, Cole came a couple of years later. And four kids later, you have the Vindreden family. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, hobby ways, there's just not a lot of extra time anymore. Yeah. Just kids. Yeah. Running them around and watching them play sports. Josh and I have always loved watching our kids play and just getting involved in many different things. So nice. it's a fun new phase in life, yeah. we say.
0: Are all four of them in a sport
2: right now, a spring sport? Yes. Nice. So well, that keeps you extra busy. It does. It's fun. Who yeah. wants to be home? Yeah. We watched my nephews on Saturday and a three and one-year-old is just a different life again. Oh, yeah. It just put my life back into perspective yeah. a little bit. <laughs> That's
0: funny. it's just
2: new phases. Yes.
0: Always changing. Yes. Nice. Very fun. Um, A little bit on your educational background. I think most people know that you're a preschool teacher, um, but you've been at a few different schools. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah. I went to Trinity for education and I got my special ed minor. I was always nice. going to go back to school, be a guidance counselor, but mm-hmm. that just never happened with Josh in school and then kids. And yeah. I really have enjoyed my job. Um. I started at Challenger Elementary. That was when in Kentwood District, okay. no teachers could find a job. Okay. And if you were not from Michigan, you were definitely not going to get a teaching. Really? Job. No. That was when th- there were way too many teachers for schools. Okay. So I took over the before and after school care program for oh, nice. at Challenger through Kentwood. And then a teacher quit halfway through the year and they needed a preschool teacher. So mm-hmm. I did both. Nice. Um, yeah, it was awesome to be in that district, learned a lot. I yeah. did it until Josh graduated. Okay. And then when he got a call to Hudsonville, I got hired on at Justin Christian to teach three school for six years. And nice. I've been at Hudsonville Christian for eight years. Nice. So, yeah, I figured out I've taught for 16 years and that just doesn't even seem correct. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been <laughs> it's good. Mostly all in preschool, never what I had planned, but I do truly love that age.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um... We're not going to talk about the curriculum. Uh, Do you feel like your educational background has kind of helped you transition into Kids Hope?
2: Yes. I would say I understand how a school works. I've said to many people, I understand how a school system works, but I've had to learn how a church system works. You know, I don't know how to do the office at a church, but I sure know how a school runs. Yeah. So it's been really nice to understand what the counselor is talking about, how they've seen a lot of COVID impacts or different family situations. I'm very glad I had the Kentwood experience Mm -hmm. before I went into Marshall in this position just to know kind of what is around us and what is going on in the world yeah um Marshall has had a lot more needs than I ever would have mm. expected yeah um I never realized the amount of students that could use yeah uh, kids hold mentor yeah and the need is only growing so it's been a very eye-opening experience yeah I bet
0: I've noticed that in the school a lot of time because we there's not really a place for us to go with our students. So being a kid's hope mentor. You're kind of sitting in the hallway with them. Which is fine. But a lot of kids walk by. And they see what you're doing. And they're like oh I wish I had a mentor. Yeah. So you, you can see the kids. See the impact of kids hope. And they want that as well. They do. The
2: counselor told me this week. Um, when I was meeting with her. They've gone from 300 kids to 500 kids. Holy cow. So they are out of room at the school. Yeah. So hopefully in two years. I think there'll be another elementary. Okay. And they're hoping that then maybe the lines get changed a little bit. Okay. Marshall seems to probably have the most need
0: mm-hmm. of the
2: area elementary schools right mm. now, just yeah. because of all the lines of the district.
0: Yeah. Makes sense. So,
2: and they have just grown so much. Like, yeah, most the school doesn't schools, seem
0: big enough for 500 at this no, point. no they said
2: they're using every corner possible right yeah. now hence why there's no room for kids hope yeah
0: makes total sense
2: so they said next year they'll let us know what day the library will be open because there won't be library class and that would be okay. a great day for mentoring
0: yes perfect then you so, can just keep them all in the library yeah
2: it works well so we'll <laughs> see what next year brings great
0: um that wasn't my original first question but thank you for oh, explaining good. that great um so you're currently our kids hope director when did you start in this position?
2: Um, kind of started in November, okay. Um, right around Christmas time, I started all the training, which I had no clue there was so much involved in a kids' yeah.
0: program. yeah, it's
2: been great to see how it's such a country wide program, yeah, and how it's so detail oriented and how you have to follow so many certain rules. but it was a lot to learn at the beginning, yeah. But the organization is just amazingly-ran organization, great support, great people to work with, mm-hmm. and I've gotten to know the area Kids Hope Directors a little bit, oh, nice. so that's been a good way to get involved in the community yeah. a little bit.
0: Because we partner with Heritage, well, not really partner, but we're, both churches are at Marshall. Yes,
2: and they will have a new Kids Hope Director next year. Oh, nice. So I met her this week, and nice. she'll be great. Yeah. So
0: That's nice that you're able to know what yes. other churches in the building.
2: And then I met the one that goes to Brown Elementary. Okay. And she helped me out with a lot of paperwork getting nice. started. So it's been a good way to just get involved in the school and the community again. Yeah. And meet different people from different churches. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, So you've been enjoying it so far? Yeah. It's been a great way. I said this to Josh the other day, to get to know people in church. Yeah. When we came during COVID, it was a hard time to get to know a lot of people. Yeah. And with four kids that you're trying to keep track of during church, it is hard to always get to know people's names and stuff. So it's been a great way to get to know different people in the church Mm -hmm. than maybe I would have otherwise. And it's just been great to get to know the staff at the school. Yeah. Um, We live probably two miles from that school. It's where our neighborhood kids go. I walk the hallways and I talk to them. And it's just been really fun to get connected with Byron community Mm -hmm. as a whole again.
0: Yeah. Very cool. I've noticed that too. A lot of my neighborhood kids go there as well. So I'm like walking in the classroom and like four different kids are like saying, hi, Sammy. Hi, Aubrey's aunt. Like <laughs> they all know. But it's so good. Are. Yeah. It's such a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, for people that don't really know what Kids Hope is, can you kind of give us just like the overview of what it is, who it serves, how it started, kind of the background of Kids Hope? I
2: am learning all that with you. Yes. <laughs> um. When I look, it said it's been going on for two decades. Okay. My mom was always very involved with this program, so I've known it since I probably went to college. Okay. And Josh has already been part of it. But it's been good to kind of get the history, the kind of the backstory of Kids Hope, just mm-hmm. from the little details I know. Yeah. Um, the main focus for Kids Hope is to build life-changing relationships one at a time. Their main phrase is one kid, one hour, one church, one school. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's how they partner. Yeah. It, when you listen to their training, they use that that line all the time. Yeah. It's one child, one hour, one church, one school. Okay. And that's their main focus. Yeah. They said that they have seen such a difference in the kids, in their social lives, in their academic lives, and mm-hmm. even what choices they're making just because mm. of their Kid Hope Mentor. Yeah. Offering one hour a week to them. Yeah. Um, the counselor at the school would say that the days that these kids have their Kids Hope mentor coming, mm-hmm. their whole day is a hundred times better. Really, They don't get in trouble those days. Their teachers have no problems getting their assignments back that day. Mm. And they just said that they look so forward to their mentor coming. Yeah. So that's been amazing to hear. Yeah. Um, I think I did say it's a national program. Mm-hmm. A lot of states are using it. A lot of schools use it. Um, when you walk in the office at Marshall, I don't know if you've experienced, it's always thank you for doing this. Yeah. Our school needs this. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been the part where this isn't one more thing for the school to offer. This is something they want to offer yeah. to families. Yeah. They want to build this
0: connection mm-hmm. for these kids. Yeah. And it's probably not much on the school end, right? Like they don't have to worry about it. The church is running the program. Yeah, They have a lot of paperwork to okay. approve. Okay.
2: Um, Just for... Legal
0: reasons. Yeah.
2: And the counselor works with me one on one. Okay. A child is going through a lot. Yeah. Makes sense. I get pulled into some of those types of things mm-hmm. that the school feels like we need to know about. Yeah. Um, just to know that things might change a little bit. Okay. But it's not much on the school's part. Um, it's more on the church's part. Mm-hmm. But the impact that people at school see is yeah. so important. Mm-hmm. Um, some teachers, <laughs> they were telling me what the whole class involved in it. And some aren't quite sure what it looks like. And yeah, it's been a good learning curve for the school to, mm-hmm. um, to be involved in this, to yeah. see which kids actually benefit from the program.
0: Yeah. Very cool. I don't know if I answered that. No, I think that answers okay. it. So it, it's basically an hour a week people yep. take the time to go in. And it's not tutoring. I think no. sometimes people yes. think it's tutoring. You but do not it, have to be a teacher. Yes. No. You just have to be that constant. Yep presence in their life. And just ask how their day is going.
2: Yeah. I have played more games of Skippo than I have in yeah. a long time. Yes. You know, I'm just talking about their day-to-day life and mm-hmm. just being involved as you would be with any other child. Yeah. I, do, I barely have done anything for school this year. Yeah. I know kind of the deal with the little guy I mentor is if you work hard in the morning, then when staff comes, mm-hmm. you can choose what you guys are going to do. Nice. So yeah, it's kind of cool to see. How it's all worked out this year and stuff.
0: Absolutely. I think that also covers why it's important. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A lot of these kids don't have anybody at home that can maybe help make some choices in their life. Mm -hmm. Or they come from a hard background or just don't have all their daily needs met. Yeah. probably the thing about all of that that's been so shocking to me this year is on up approaching valentine i was talking to my little guy and i said do you have valentine's to pass out mm-hmm. to me every child should have valentine's to yeah. pass out he goes no mm. and so i went and bought a ton of valentine's i brought him to the school office and they said good every child that he'll have Valentine's to pass out. That's year. awesome. Yeah. I mean, I take that for granted that my kid, my personal kids will have Valentine's to pass out but yeah. to these kids. That's a day yeah. they probably wouldn't have had what they needed if the church wouldn't have provided it for them. Yeah. So those are like the little things mm-hmm. I never would have thought about. Yeah. Until you get involved with the program.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a good segue into kind of explaining a little bit of what the kids hope director's role is like you obviously mentor one of the students but there's more that goes into it a lot of connection with the office with the teachers yeah. stuff like that
2: yeah i check in with the teachers or i'm learning the teachers and checking in with yeah. the teachers trying to be a present at school a little bit mm-hmm. who's coming in why i'm there I'm yeah. definitely getting to know the office staff mm-hmm. This year, the school went through losing the principal halfway through the year. Mm. So getting to know a new principal who will have another new principal next year. Okay. So really, um, the main person I work with is the school counselor. Okay. But it's also working with the area Kids Hope Directors Mm -hmm. and just helping the teachers. Um, I don't know if a lot of people know, but... The church had been doing this before COVID was providing school supplies for teachers. Mm -hmm. So we've continued doing that this year. And it just seems like the need is great. Yeah. The amount of supplies that teachers were buying for their own classroom was was just so crazy. Yeah. That I think they have really appreciated having Mm -hmm. some of their supplies and needs for these kids met. Yeah. Um, another great thing was meeting, like we've said, with other Kids Hope directors to mm-hmm. see how their church likes to be involved with their school and how it works for them. Yeah. And just making sure that these kids have what they need. Yeah. You know, on their birthdays, do they have a treat to pass out? Do they have Valentine's to pass out? Yeah. All these little things that normally kids don't worry about their moms take care of. And sometimes yeah. these kids just don't have those things.
1: hmm
0: and it's things we think about. It's just like part of being a kid to pass yes. out a Valentine yep. or pass out a birthday gift. Things like that has just come so naturally to us. But some kids don't have that. They don't. And the f- smile on their face that they can participate
2: in mm-hmm. that has just, yeah, It. thank you to the church to provide all that for them. Yeah. Because it has made a difference this mm-hmm.
0: year. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, has there been any been any cool stories either in your training or so far this year that you've like heard or seen in Kids Hope that you think would be worth sharing about the impact of this ministry?
2: Um, I would say there's been a mentor and mentee who have been together for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And to see his mentee's face, to see him for the first time since after COVID and haven't gotten to meet on a regular basis at mm. school, tells the whole story yeah. of the relationship they've built, mm-hmm. the time they spent together, and just the excitement. Yeah, This kid will be in fourth grade next year, and he keeps asking his mentor, what happens in middle school? Mm. Can I come? Can mm. you come? Can?" Yeah, And there is a program for that, Good. if that is a desire for both of them to continue. But yeah. just to see how that relationship was built and
0: mm-hmm.
2: how important it was to that kid.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Just as walk the hallways and see the kids with their mentees and mentors. Yeah. It's just, yeah. it just speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. How much these kids look forward to that time. If it's throwing a ball, if it's playing a game, coloring yeah.
0: a picture. Yeah. Just these kids really look forward to it every mm-hmm. week. hmm And it feels like such a little thing on the mentor's end, like it's one hour a week. Every time I show up for my student, her face just lights up and she gets so excited. I'm like, we're going to play a couple games, read a couple pages in a book. Like it doesn't feel like you're doing that much, but it's making the biggest impact on these students, which is really cool.
2: And I don't think we would know that unless the teachers were. Yeah. And the counselors were telling us the difference. We go in for the hour. Yeah. We do the best we can in that hour, but mm-hmm. we don't see the impacts of it. Yeah. Because we're not at school as much. Yeah. But it does make a difference. Mm-hmm. And it, as you said, it's one hour a week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, This year is kind of coming to an end. But for next year, I'm sure there's, like you mentioned, there's the schools growing. We yeah. see how many kids want a mentor. How can people get involved? And is there like an age limit? I'm pretty sure in high school, my senior year, I'm mentored. Is that a thing? Or don't you know? That's That's a great question. I don't know the answer. The high (laughs) school. I can look into it. Okay. Sometimes high schools require like service hours. And I think that was my like service hours. Oh, it easily could be. I could look into that in
2: all my training and never talked about an age limit. Okay. So I could definitely look into it. Um, Next year, talking to the counselor, I already have 10 to 12 kids that could use a mentor next year. Wow, Um, And that's without new kids coming into the school. I think that's been something I've learned. Kids come and go. All the time. Yeah, I didn't realize how many times kids join a school and leave a school
0: mm-hmm.
2: within a year. Wow. Um. So definitely more mentors, more prayer partners next year. Mm-hmm. Um. There's hope to do a big kickoff next fall, just for help for Marshall. Yeah. Or needs of Marshall, where we'll ask people to supply some school supplies for the teachers. Okay. Um, just so. It's not all being bought by church. Maybe we can help with the price card at school. Yeah. The counselor, Aaron, and I are trying to just come up with all different ways to help Marshall and for the church to be more of a presence yeah. at Marshall next year. Okay. As this year, it's just been getting back off the ground after COVID.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But there will be plenty of ways to get yeah.
2: involved next year.
0: Yeah. One thing you mentioned that we didn't really talk about was prayer partners. Yes. Um, Is that kind of like you don't necessarily have the time to go in, but... What a, is the A partner? lot
2: of our prayer partners probably couldn't go in. They yeah. could go into school, but they travel two months of the year. They can't do the commitment of it, but they still want to yeah. be involved with the program. So okay. each mentor has a prayer partner. Okay. And they are supposed to connect and talk about and pray for the students mm-hmm. um, and be a support to the mentor. T, the mentor, mm-hmm. and it's just to form another relationship. I hope next year that there'll be a party at Christmas or at the end of the year that the prayer partners can come oh, in fun. and be part of it too, Yeah, which they have done in the past this mm-hmm. year. It just is not quite the year for it yet. Yeah. But a lot of times the prayer partners are people who have been mentors before or okay. just want to be involved in the program, but maybe they don't have the strength to go or they just feel like their calling is prayer. Yeah. And that's absolutely. an awesome place to be because the program yeah. wouldn't work without them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very cool. So people can contact you if they want to get involved in mentoring, donating supplies, prayer partnering, any yep. of that. Yep. Awesome. And
2: hopefully that by this fall there will be a lot more information of ways we Perfect. can get connected with the school. Great.
0: Um, That is all my Kids Hope questions I have for you. Anything we missed? Anything else you want to highlight?
2: I don't think so. I Great. think from what I've learned this year, this is yeah.
0: Most of it. Yeah. It's think, just an amazing program to get involved with. Yeah. I think this gives a very good picture because I think a lot of times people think it's tutoring a student one hour a week yeah. and all this stuff. They don't realize that like you're partnering with teachers and the counselor and it's more just talking to the student and playing games with it's them. It's just
2: being part of their life.
0: Yeah. Like you would your niece or your nephew. Just yeah. part of their life. Yeah.
2: You know. It's positively. honestly fun. It is. It's, it's so very fun. fun. I look forward to going. Yeah. Um you it's just good to be in a school mm-hmm. it's good just to play a game with a kid yeah you know and just know that they look forward to it you look forward to it mm-hmm. and it's just it's really fun yeah it's caused a lot of laughter in the building and those yeah. are always
0: good things yeah. it's always fun great well thank you for sharing all of that um i have a few of my fun questions for the end just to kind of wrap it up these are an updated version oh. i've only asked a few people these ones oh, boy. okay so I'm still getting used to them myself. Um, so my first one I have for you is what is your favorite board game or card game, if you have a different one?
2: I would say Settlers of Catan is one of our family's favorites. <gasps> really? Until the kids have learned how to play it and they've kind of ruined it
0: for Josh Oh, really? Because <laughs> we have played it
2: way too much in the last year and a half. But I would say that has always been one of our favorites to yeah, play, even fun. against each other.
0: Nice. I'm terrible at that game. Oh. I've never, We love I don't it. know why I'm so bad at it, but I've never been able to figure it out, I guess. Well, we can help you
2: some nice okay, yeah, yeah, Someone should teach you. You just me. come over. Evan and Cole can teach you. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Maybe that can be a youth group thing. Yeah, they yeah. can teach you. Settlers of
0: Catan. Perfect. Because people always talk about it, and it's I'm always good- just like, I don't like that game because I'm bad at it, but I need a good teacher. But there's kind of luck involved.
2: Too. Yeah, that's true. Josh always beats me, let's be honest. Just, yeah. We don't play it very often no. anymore <laughs> no, for that reason alone.
0: Nice. <laughs> um, what is something you have with you at all times?
2: <laughs> this one kind of made me laugh. <laughs> I know what I'd like to think, and I know what people would probably say about me. I'd like to think I have my
0: water bottle with me. Oh,
2: nice. Always. That's a good one. But I would say more people would say I probably have my Diet Coke with me than my water bottle. <laughs> I was
0: wondering if you are going to say a Diet
2: Coke. I do. Nice. Quite a bit. I'm sure that yeah, people that know me
0: well would probably say A Diet Coke. Normally a Diet Coke. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah, probably. Nice. Um, what is the best movie you watched recently? Um,
2: I'm glad that we actually had watched a movie during spring break because oh, it had been a long time. Yeah. Um we watched American Underdog. <gasps> i saw that one too it? yeah i really About liked it kurt warner yes and he's from iowa so that just made it even better oh, yes <laughs> but i just loved
0: the movie it was yeah, so good it was so and we could good. watch it as
2: a family yeah and yeah, yeah. that was a
0: great movie i it saw was. that too i think i cried a little it was very good yeah
2: it was a very good movie very good i'm glad that we took the time to watch
0: it yeah good one um what is your favorite book of the bible
2: you know i just wrote down esther I just oh that's a good one really like reading through
0: esther yeah we did Esther as one of my like elementary school like musical play Ooh. things. So I always loved that I didn't one. know that was a
2: thing. Yes. They did the, East, the Esther story.
0: hmm Oh. And there was a bunch of like fun songs. Really? I loved it.
2: I never knew that. I don't Esther. remember what it was
0: called. I'll have to look it up or something.
2: Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. went to probably been involved in something like that.
0: So No. No nope, nope. <laughs> I think we were the stage to. is not my thing. Yeah, so. it's not mine. Nope. Either. <laughs> it's not for us. <laughs> nope. Um. What is your go-to fast food restaurant in order?
2: Oh, well, it just depends. Yeah. If the kids are along. Or not.
0: Okay. By if, yourself.
2: By myself. Well, I love Panera and Cadoba.
0: Nice. Chick-fil-A,
2: Subway. Yeah. Really, anytime I don't have to cook, I love that place. Yes. <laughs> anytime we don't cook,
0: life is good. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> nice. And then to wrap it up, what is your biggest life lesson you've learned? Uh,
2: <laughs> I kind of laughed when I wrote this one. It was to never say no. Or never oh. say never. Because we were never going to live in Michigan. Mm-hmm. I was never going to marry a pastor. I was never going to be a preschool teacher. You know. And, and pretty all much those everything I say never to kind of happened. So yeah. I do have to watch what I say. Yes. I've decided that never. Yeah, my plan is not always the right plan. Yes. And they all worked out well for you. dead did.
0: 16 years in preschool. I know. 16 years in Michigan. Yeah. I'm, yeah, you said you never would live in Michigan. No.
2: Josh and I were going in our city. Oh damn. really? Yes. Interesting. And we ended up in the country in Hudsonville. Not <laughs> complete our complete opposite. Complete opposite. But nice. It was for a reason. Yeah. And then we never thought the next church would be in Michigan. And
0: here we are we have again. Two churches in Michigan. No. Yeah. And the place where the sun doesn't shine, right? I know. It's <laughs> April, <laughs> we're recording this on April 18, and it's like feels like December right now. It's, it's cold and pretty snowy gross. <laughs> yes well thank you again for taking the time out of your busy day to come do this not a problem thanks sammy yes and i hope everyone enjoyed this interview in text, stephanie if you want to get involved perfect thank you <laughs> yes